Hey there, ho there, neighbors. This is 15 Minute You, the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork. That's my brother, Matt. Neighbors. Good Lord. We are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football, the Big Ten, the Mac. Hopefully, in 15 minutes, Matthew. Sir. 15 minute fiance gave me the boot from the kitchen, the podcast studio, now up in the guest bedroom. Why she gave you the boot? Says she can't do anything in the kitchen if I'm recording, which fair enough, I suppose. You tell me people can't focus with the sweet, sweet sounds of your voice in their their ear? Hard to believe, apparently so. Hard to believe. Mm-hmm. You know, our listeners can, can drive and they can work and they can fold laundry all to the, the sweet sounds of the 15-minute the uh, presentation. Yeah, but I don't know if we want, like, bacon sizzling in the background of this pod. But Well, that would be a, or your choice to move. It sounds like she gave you the hook there. Is, sure. is 15 Minute Fiance a listener? Yes. Okay. All right. We'll take it. We'll take it. So, all right, sir. Let's start with our Big Ten recap. Let's do I it. mean, got to start with our agreed upon, maybe something that we desperately want to take back, hands down choice to win the Big Ten East, Michigan's meltdown against Notre Dame on Saturday night. What was your take? So, have you ever, you've seen Lord of the Rings, the two towers, sure. correct? Sure. There's that sure. scene, King Theoden, he's being influenced by... A lot of uh, people haven't seen Sauron. it, be specific here. Yeah, he's being... <laughs> It's being influenced by um, a wizard from afar controlling his body. Okay. Gandalf, there another wizard, comes in, mm-hmm. uh, kind of draws this, the first wizard out. Right. And he, he undergoes this transformation. He's like this old haggard man and just right before eyes. He turns into this young man. Now he's free from the spell. That's yep. how I feel like, Matt. You know, I had this crazy notion last week <laughs> that somehow Michigan was going to be the East rep. You know, I let the yep. turmoil in Columbus influence my decision, and I was like, maybe if they win the Big Ten, we could be talking championship. Now, my mind is clear. You know, I'm back. I'm normal. I'm the Michigan skeptic that I've always been. Oh, thank God. Thank God. I've so, really Sauron has left your body. Uh, yes. Are you yes. more turned by the fact that Brandon Winbush looked like a Heisman Trophy front runner against? what we thought was the best defense in the country, or the fact that without Urban Meyer, Ohio State put up 77. Oh, boy. I mean, both those things, not great. I'll tell you what my, my – honestly, my biggest concern was – They had 42 not, at half. That's Ohio us. State. I, I don't understand how they covered that spread. But we'll get to that in a second. It's not the defensive breakdowns, although there were. It's not – I don't know. My biggest concern is that the all the struggles – that they the offense had last year that yep. Urban uh, Urban Meyer that Jim Harbaugh and Co were going to improve upon and Shea Patterson was going to come in and help with we had all of those problems again I know so questionable I will went... play calling questionable clock management you know killer penalties that stalled drives mm-hmm. offensive line couldn't block nope. like it that nope. was those were all problems that happened last year I know and we got the, oh. Ed Warner's really like simplifying the offensive line scheme so that, you know, it's less complicated. You're like, ah, those guys look like it was kind of complicated still. I, I go back, I was on my run today and went back to our Michigan preview pod and thought about what number 98 said. And he said, people always ask who's the offensive coordinator, and the offensive coordinator is always Jim Harbaugh. 
Now, nothing drives me more insane than, like, the three texts I got from Ohio State fans on Sunday morning that were like, Harbaugh in the hot seat yet? Like, they can't wait for Jim Harbaugh to fail, and Ohio State fans can't wait for him to get fired. Like, they are so amped up about it. Yeah. It's just, I I just said, nope, not yet. No, I I, I, I can't engage with that. I also don't think it's real. But we've seen the same thing four years in a row, though, now. Totally agree. I mean, I think another takeaway from the game, too, is, you know, we said on this pod, uh, everyone's hyping up Shea Patterson. Not a whole lot of game tape at Ole Miss to back that up. He was playing largely in garbage time. He was a very heralded recruit coming out of high school, so, like, I do kind of understand the hype, but... But he ain't the panacea to their offensive woes. I mean, they also said he clearly won the job, though. So he's clearly uh, ahead of Patterson and which Milton is and concerning. Uh, I mean, sorry, early in pa- the game, Patterson's not ahead of Patterson. Patterson's ahead of Peters and Milton. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Early in the game, you know, he his refusal to throw the ball away or get rid of it. Right. Directly leads to seven points right there. Well, and it led to a fumble on the last uh-huh. possible drive when they could score. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't throw it away there, you know, but you, you had no, the ball. He's not, in those scenarios, he's not being helped by the offensive line. Just was not play, Like, they were clearly missing Mason Cole. Um, yeah. Now with the Raiders, I think. Anyway, not the point. But you got to throw the ball away, man. Make I don't know. Like, do something. Yeah. Do something. So Winbush is also a lot better than I thought he was. Agreed. I joked about how he looks like a Heisman Trophy contender. He might, but he he's got more games like that. He's a lot better than I thought. So that that was impressive, and, and and kudos to Notre Dame for that. So Michigan moving forward, whatever you got a deal in the Big Ten now, and and mm-hmm. you know another thing number ninety eight said was that they were going to go eleven and one and lose the first game. So that scenario is still it on the could table. Happen. Still Nobody on the else's table. prediction scenario. I'm is still not on the confident table. of that. There's <laughs> not, nothing I saw yesterday that makes me think they can beat the Buckeyes. Right. No, I'm not saying that there can't be improvements. Like there's there were also some good spots, you know. Yeah. Um I thought where they had designed plays for Patterson to like roll out either direction from the pocket and make a throw on the run. Yeah. I thought he excelled in that scenario. I mean you need more than that, but right. um it's a good moment there. Defense played well in the second half. I mean, shocking, That's a two, yeah. shockingly, you can't only play well for two quarters and expect to win a game. Right. They right. did play well in the second half. So, other Big Ten East news. Michigan State and Penn State survived close ones. Week one jitters, or is this something we should be concerned about? I don't know. This, you know, this is always the tough call, I think, uh, after the week one game's because um, you don't want to read into it too much. Yeah. But on the other hand, Michigan State gave up 379 yards through the air. Yeah. Penn State gave up 229 yards to through app. the air and two touchdowns. To app. And another 140 yards on the ground. Oh, woof. To App State woof. for Michigan – for Penn State, excuse me. Yeah. And Michigan State played Utah State. Neither yeah. great team. Yeah. Not good looks. Not – Bolstering confidence. It kind of. My gut reaction is mostly week one jitters. I agree. The idea that like Michigan State is a dark horse for the playoff, you know, Big Ten championship, and then ergo the playoff seems 
that seems like a stretch. Same, I would say same with Penn State. Yeah. So my Big Ten perspective is the only two teams that went out there and took care of business and were like, okay, we're for real, are Wisconsin and Ohio State. Ohio State mm-hmm. threw down 77. Wisconsin won by about 32 points or something like that. So they're still, it's looking like after week one, those two are headed to Indy. A lot to play. Um, you know, we'll see what comes down. Um, Got to win Big Ten games now. So, Ohio State, TCU, kind of an interesting Week 3 matchup. Not a whole bunch out of conference for uh, the rest of the Big Ten. we got Iowa-Iowa State next week in a rivalry game. That could be interesting. But, you know, we'll, we'll have to see how, uh, how Big Ten play shakes out. In positive Big Ten news, though, Maryland did end up downing Texas. What was your take on that game? Yeah, so... I mean, I was, we both picked Texas, uh, so it's, I'm not going to say I saw it coming. Um, we have a cat. So the cat, folks at home cat on the pod. At, first first cat sighting on the pod. Cat. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, so I'm not going to sit here and like say I saw it coming. Um, I do wonder if in retrospect we should have maybe given them more of a chance. Um, one, it does look like DJ Durkin's recruiting. He's not going to be with the team anymore, but it does look like that's starting to pay off. And <laughs> When's he getting two, fired? I don't know. I thought it'd be by now. He's Why is getting, it the same? There's no. Why is this taking so long? I don't know. I can't explain that. He's getting fired. But um, and then two, I mean, the players played with like a lot of determination. Yeah, I assume yeah. for Impressive. you know their fallen comrade McNair. Um, they just seem to go out there and just say like, we are not losing this game under any circumstances, and maybe we should have factored that in. Class move starting the first play with 10 guys. Class I thought move. so, too. I thought so, so too. And Texas Ten. decided to decline the penalty. So good good job, both teams, to do something. Did you, uh, did you hear, though, you know, there's this rain delay. There's okay. reports that the Longhorn staff ordered pizza to the locker room. Okay. What's wrong with that? For their players. It's all fuel, I just baby. don't know. I don't know if that's a great move. Like, hey, we're going to go out and finish this game. Let's eat a bunch of greasy pizza. Uh, I mean, you're also caught in a bind, man. Like, is going out there with like underfueled? Is that a is that a move? I, I don't know what the food setup is in there. If I don't have a lot, then like to me that's not nuts. Um, I don't know, but whatever they did didn't work. So didn't could have been part There's of. There's also reports that Tom Herman, who gave up play calling mm-hmm. to his offensive coordinator, took it back over in the fourth because it was just not going the way he wanted to. I don't yeah, know if that's true heard that though not looking good for things in austin agree agree let's talk mac real quick so northern iowa gets blanked by iowa northern illinois gets blanked by iowa sorry northern illinois and ohio almost goes down to howard uh week one jitters or concerns so i'll start with howard cam newton's brother is the Mm -hmm. quarterback um i think for an FCS team, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how shocked that we should be that they scored some points on OU. I don't know if OU's defense is great. I think when yeah. they win games, you know, we're predicting they're going to be in the MAC championship game. I think they're going to get there with their offense more so than they are with their defense. Well, and two, uh, I, I, like a win is still a win, right? It, yeah. That yeah. Howard team, I, I think they're actually underrated. So that was not as alarming to me. Um I don't know. I, I also we also expected Iowa to win though too, so I don't know why that that is shocking either. No, I don't think so either. And I think you know it's it's in Kinnick Stadium, so that's going to be tough to even win. 
Uh, Iowa does, I think, have a good defense. Not entirely surprised me. Although I didn't think that it would be, uh, what was it, like 38-7 to 7 or something? Yeah. It was bad. It was a spanking. Um, I thought Northern Illinois might score some more more points than that. True. But I, I, neither team, I don't think, anything too, too concerning just yet. And then in the other uh, Big 12 or Big 10 MAC action, Nebraska Akron is canceled. And then reports out of Omaha are that Akron did not want to play Sunday, did not want to make up the game. I don't get that. Like, I assume you don't get paid. No, they – that, that's the only thing I assumed. I was like, that. oh, they must have got paid no matter what. I don't get it. Don't, they got paid. I don't know. There's no way they didn't get paid and we're like, yeah, we're not playing. That's a that's a mill yeah. for Akron. They definitely got paid. And they were just like, oh, wait, we can get paid and we don't have to play? You're asking us? Oh, yeah, we're out. It's so weird to me. It's so Terry, Terry Bounds. Like, I mean, nah, not nah, entirely surprising. Like, do you want to hang out in Nebraska? No, probably not. You just want to get the hell out of there. But uh, not something you see every day in college football. Say that, right? All right, we got a couple quick national topics to roll over. Um, we had a Kansas professor making a strong argument for getting rid of KU football. So on Twitter, Corey Rayburn Young posts, What's the argument for continuing KU football? Serious question. It's an enormous money loser for a cash-strapped university. Life-altering injuries and cumulative brain damage are inevitable. Wouldn't this money be better spent elsewhere? More scholarships? Question mark. Evan? Dude, I mean, he makes a strong argument. Like, <laughs> Dude, y'all are awesome. doing Nichols. playing football. They're so bad. Yeah. When did we say, like, 2000, not, shockingly, like, not that long ago did Kansas go to a bowl game? Yeah. 2005. They've just been in free fall, though. And that was also a freak year, though. Like, that's not, that's not the norm, Kansas going to a bowl game. Yeah, dude. We'll see, man. I don't know. That professor's not nuts, though. No. You got resources, and it's not... I know it's a different culture, different team, but he also points out in further tweets in that like kind of thread is that basketball is a great moneymaker for the university. It's not like people, athletes can't go to Kansas and play. We just can't get it done in football lately. I don't know. Yeah. I, but we've seen other teams just come back from the depths, and I don't the, see it happening. The strongest part I think of that, that argument is just how str- cash-strapped University of Kansas is. Yeah. Can, right. we, uh, can we talk about my man's Mike Leach? Oh, yeah. This was nuts. I didn't watch this game. <laughs> I love Mike Leach. Uh, live, but I was I flipped. Well, I flipped it on for a little bit when I saw these tweets coming out of this formation that he did. I retweeted it. We'll put it back up on Twitter. Uh, it's nuts. It's like so he's got the offenses out there. I'm trying to pulling up a picture of it so I can describe it. So one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven guys up on the line, two wide receivers, you know, the whole line. In the backfield is the quarterback next to him, the running back, and there's a wide receiver kind of like pistol length um, in between the two. But then far out on the right is another wide receiver with the football. Like the center doesn't have the football, and he's snapping it to the quarterback diagonally. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. They did it two plays in a row, and both plays got like 15 15, excuse me. Both plays got like five yards. Uh, what's up with your boy? What's up with my boy? He's a genius. Coming back 
on Wyoming. Not only did they run it once, they ran it again. The next, very next play, they were like, oh, wait, that worked? And the defense was like, wait, what, huh? And they're like, okay, let's go again. I, it's nuts. It's nuts. Mike Leach is, God, he's he's so amazing. He he is so good for college football. Agreed. Love it. Love it. All right. So before we get into pick them, two quick things. Evan, we have a fathead alert. Alert, alert. <laughs> So, our former guy, Braylon Edwards, Ugh. coming very recklessly on Twitter, uh, at the University of Michigan, and I will bleep some of this out. He says, uh, criticized offensive lineman Cesar Ruiz, call, Ruiz, calling him weak, said Michigan quarterback Shea Patterson is scared, and went on to say, Effing Michigan offense is so predictable. Michigan football is sadly one thing. Trash. <sighs> Braylon. Braylon, 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 Braylon. Braylon, Braylon. I don't... Hey, do your... Let's just say what you said off wax. I don't... Your point was that when Braylon was on the team, similar struggles against same rivals and bowl games and etc. I don't... I don't get where he's like coming rolling in on his high horse just like talking all types of smack. Yeah, no, I don't get it. He was one and three against Ohio State, one and three against Michigan State, and one and three against. Did they play Notre Dame four times when he was there. Probably right. He was one and three against all his rivals. That's all. That's all I know. Well, let's talk uh, about my man's a, a true Michigan man, as this as the saying goes. Charles Woodson tweets out, "It's not how you start; it's how you finish." I couldn't agree more. Right. Go blue. I mean, I, but that that's a Heisman Trophy winner, and that's a wannabe. So that's why you're suspended without pay. Brandon Edwards, Fat Head of the Week, alert. Evan and I are considering introducing a new section called Tweet of the Week. I have two. Do you have any? I have none. Okay. First one. Cousin Sal of the Ringer Podcast Network tweets out, I'm trying to think of how many points Oklahoma can score before I feel bad for Lane Kiffin. I'm in triple digits and I still can't come up with a number. Uh, Oklahoma goes on to put put 63 on Evan's uh, hot take playoff team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then uh, somebody else not in the sports reporting world just tweets at Northwestern football. The best part is they tweet back at him. Thursday night, Northwestern opens at Purdue. The commentator goes, I understand why Northwestern football uses at Big Cats. Capital B-I-G as in the conference. But can we all agree at least that uh, a wildcat is a medium-sized cat at best? And then, <laughs> So not only are they getting trolled, Northwestern Football, on the official account, tweets back at this person and goes, don't at us this week. Uh, it's, it's amazing, dude. I love, I love Twitter. So good. Some good social media pages so, out there. All right, sir, you ready to pick them? Let's do it. Let's so em. first thing first. Well, okay, last week, uh, Matt took the week. You were 19-5, and five, and I was 17-7. and seven. We're still waiting on Florida State, Virginia Tech tonight? playing ten- 40 minutes. tonight. And Nebraska, Akron was canceled, obviously. Uh, the two that I got wrong were FIU. I picked them over Indiana. I picked Central Michigan over Kentucky. Um, then together we both got wrong. Uh, Texas, Michigan, 
And we picked Miami over Marshall. Didn't see that one coming. Oh, Miami of Ohio over Marshall. And then we both incorrectly picked Miami over LSU. Anyways, moving on to this week. We're changing it up slightly, folks. We're going with... We're going to first consider the spread like we did last year for the bowl season. And then we're also just not going to read off every game anymore. That takes way too long for a 15-minute podcast. We're already over time right now. Um, and, you know, Matt brought up a good point. Do you really need us to say that we're taking Wisconsin over the University of New Mexico this week? No, you really don't. <laughs> the spread is 34 points, though. We're still both taking Wisconsin. God, that's a lot of spread. I don't think – I assume Wisconsin can cover it. But, my God, it starts out 34-0. to zero. Like I said, there were two teams that act, two Big Ten teams that acted like adults last week. One was Ohio State, the other was Wisconsin. The rest of you acted like middle school programs. Fair. Anyway, so I will go through the games. We'll stop at the ones we disagree with. We'll stop at the ones we're taking the underdogs because of the spread. And Matt, stop me at any game you just feel like talking about, anyway. Yes, sir. All right. So starting out in the Big Ten, uh, Michigan is hosting Western Michigan. We got a Big Ten MAC. Uh, squaring yeah. off right here. What are we going to call these? Is... We got to come up with a name for the for the Big yeah, Ten match, come up with something. matchups, yeah. like a uh, something to do with our hearts. We'll think about it. Tweet at us, we'll, email us, we'll figure it. Text yeah, us. We'll figure it out. Let us know. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so the spread is twenty six and a half points, uh, and we're both taking Western Michigan. Again, I, I mean Michigan's going to win, but we think that Western Michigan will. Uh, Beat that spread? What's the verb? We'll cover. Cover that spread. There you go. Uh, scrolling <laughs> down. Purdue is hosting Eastern Michigan. The spread is 15 points. They're mm-hmm. giving 15 points to Eastern Michigan. I'm taking the Eagles with those points. You're taking Purdue. Yeah. Talk I, to me. I, I liked what I – Purdue got down early to Northwestern. I know they're at home. They lost a lot of people coming back. But – I think when they started to go up tempo in the second half and, you know, the first three or four drives that Purdue really controlled and, you know, started to put points on the board, two scores right away, held Northwestern to three, three and outs in a row. Uh, I I think they can see a lot more of that. And, um, you know, to me, Northwestern is significantly stronger than what they'll get from Eastern. I, I see them definitely covering those 15. Fair. I guess I was just a little bit disappointed by the offensive production out of Purdue. Um, I mean, I think they're still a good team. I think they'll win this game. I'm just taking Eastern with the points. Um, you know, they gave up 172 to Thorson through the air, and then another 143 uh, on the ground, two TDs. Um, defense, just, I don't know, wasn't great, if you ask me. Uh, Purdue's defense, that was. Um, zero sacks, only three tackles for a loss, zero uh, interceptions, only four pass deflections. I know Eastern's not great, but I think uh, they're going to score a couple points. Um, I, th- I just think 14's too much. Um, so, moving on. We See? got Iowa, Iowa State. Uh, we don't disagree on this, but it is a rival game, so I just wanted to mention it. The mm-hmm. Iowa, the Hawkeyes are hosting, and they're, uh, they're giving three and a half points to Iowa State. We're both taking Iowa. Matt, what's your five-second blurb on the game? I was just way better, and I'm not going to doubt <laughs> Stanley. I don't like three and a half. I think it's only that small because it, it is a rivalry game, and, and things mm-hmm. happen. It's also not it's not a name. So, wait, you're going to go to Kinnick? Okay, good luck. Yeah. Thanks. 
Agreed, agreed, agreed. I said JT Barrett uh, threw five game. picks there last year. Nope. Not taking <laughs> yeah. Cyclones. Sorry. Uh, next game, mention it because it is another MAC Big Ten matchup. We got Bowling Green hosting Maryland. Um, Bowling Green is receiving 15 and a half points. We're both taking Maryland. I just don't think Bowling Green's that good. I think UMD is going to beat them by more than 15, especially based on what we just saw. Yep. Now, maybe they'll run out of emotion, I suppose. That would be the one uh, factor here. But I think, I mean, I think those players are pissed, and I think that's going to be burning for a long time. No comments. Okay. <laughs> uh, moving on. No comments. I think they're going to 15-point favorite. I think they'll still cover. I, they're way better than Bowling Green, yeah. so Bowling Green get hosed by Oregon. I don't know what, like, does that build confidence this week? Nope. No. It's Bowling Green, Ohio, and a intimidating place terrible. to play? Nope. Okay. Next. So moving into the MAC, Temple is hosting Buffalo. No, you didn't Buffalo. pick Indiana yet, so you're picking it live. Let's go. Indiana oh, is hosting UVA, favored by seven. I'm taking the Hoosiers at home. Evan, call it live. Where you at? I'm going <laughs> UVA. Cavaliers. I thought your computer froze again. Good lord. <laughs> No, just deep in thought, deep in thought. I just don't trust Indiana, you know? I don't think that hometown crowd is going to do much. I don't think seven points is that much of a spread. Go Cavaliers. Did it live, folks. There we go. Back and forth on that. First live call of the season. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, shifting into the MAC, we have uh, Temple is hosting Buffalo. Uh, The spread is four and a half. Uh, in favor of Temple, they're give. Hang on, let me redo that. Next game we disagree on. Temple is hosting Buffalo. Buffalo is receiving four and a half points. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo. You're taking Temple. Talk to me. I, you know, I know that Buffalo is somebody who can possibly play for the for a MAC title. I Temple is just has just grown too much. I, I really, I don't see Buffalo defensively being able to keep up with, uh, Temple's offense. And, you know, Temple is hosting early in the season, big, big believer in home team. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay with, stay with the, uh, the Owls. So I would just say, I, one, I don't think like Temple's, I don't necessarily disagree about being on the road, sleeping at hotels, that kind of stuff. But like from a home atmosphere, like I don't think Philadelphia is really a tough place to play. Um, and then to your point about offense, I mean, I agree. I think that's what Temple's kind of known for, but like their game last week was 19 to seven versus Villanova. Mm -hmm. Uh, doesn't it exactly inspire a whole lot for me? Uh, I think Buffalo's defense, you know, we'll have to see by the end of the season, but it has definitely the last couple of years been trending in the upward, uh, direction. And I think their offense has always kind of been good, at least for a Mac team. So taking Buffalo. Uh, last game we disagree on, Kent State hosting Howard. Yep. The aforementioned Howard. I'm taking Howard. Did How- my did my uh, ROTC training at Howard University. You know, go Bison. Um, again, I think quarterback play from Howard is really good. I think uh, they are great for an FCS school. Um, uh, do they technically count as an FCS school? Yes. Because they don't. Uh, they play, the HBCUs don't play in the, the tournament though. Right. So do they count? They count as their own thing. But you're not FBS. But you're not playing in the FCS championship game. 
Yeah, I mean, they probably wouldn't anyway, right? Can we agree on that? Probably. I mean, yeah, they're not. I don't think they're going to win that league. But anyways, so I'm taking Howard. What are you doing? I, how did you abandon the Golden Flashes so quickly? I was never on the Golden Flashes. You picked them to beat Illinois last week. A Big Ten team. Oh, that doesn't mean that was more on Illinois than it was on Kent State. Son, really? You ended up being wrong Illinois about State. that. <clears throat> Although Kent did put up 17. I like the way that they fought against Illinois. And I, I would put Illinois ahead of Howard. So that was my... My thinking, I'm, I just they don't they don't have the quarterback play that Howard has at Illinois, but yeah. much stronger defense. And you know, Kent State still found a way to score points. I mean, I, I see Kent State putting up somewhere in the twenty five to thirty range here. So I guess here the real logic I had for this game was this: both teams lost, right? Um, Kent State. And both teams were battling in their loss. Sure. Uh, Kent State losing to Illinois and Howard losing to OU. Do you think in a head-to-head matchup of OU versus Illinois that Illinois wins? I don't think so. I think OU wins. And thus, I'm more impressed by Howard. And ergo, I take them in this game. Well, based on what we said earlier in the pod, I need to a little bit more out of OU before I lock it in. Fair, fair. Because I've seen Illinois win, and I've seen OU shakily win. We'll see. The rest of the MAC, in terms of favorites, we're in agreement with. And we got one top 25 notable. We do, and we're in agreement on it. It's Stanford hosting USC. Uh, Stanford. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, it's Stanford hosting USC. Spread is three and a half points, uh, favoring Stanford. Uh, But we're both going upset with. USC in the Trojans. JT Daniel in JT Daniels we trust. We'll see. Mm -hmm. I I actually I think if we're just going win loss here, I would take Stanford with the spread. I I don't know that they'll win by more than three though. Interesting. I don't know. I was I thought Stanford's debut was a little underwhelming. Same. And I you know, they have the most vanilla offense on the planet. USC can put up points. Um We'll see. I, I wouldn't try. I don't, I, yeah, that's why I don't trust them enough, USC, to win this game outright. So I think uh, Stanford's going to win, but not by more than three and a half. I'd say this is probably one of the better, more accurate spreads, in my opinion. Agree. Well, I mean, we'll see how it plays out. But that one, I was like, oh, that's a fair spread. We shall see. Thank you so much, folks, for tuning in. Let us know how the discussion goes at the water cooler tomorrow morning. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, Google Play, wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. How great it was to take in week one of college football. We can't wait to be back with you next week for our week two recap. Throughout the week, be sure to tell a friend and then have that friend tell a friend at all of your various water coolers. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Hit us up. Let us know what you think. We'd be happy to keep the discussion going, add more voices to to our discussion, the happenings around college football. Remember, no matter what you do this week, folks, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Got to figure something out. That was long. How do we end up like this? I don't know. Uh, just talking about too much. I, think. I mean, I think we... I don't want to say we spent too much time on Michigan. Yeah, we did. No, but I we did. We kind of did. We definitely I mean, I also feel like we didn't get into, like, good, deep analysis quite yet.